Okay, so what we're going to do is go over the basic knowledge you'll need to look at how far was the USA a divided society in the 1920s. All right, one of the key questions the exam board will reflect on on the 1920s USA section of the exam paper. All right, now there are various ways in which the USA was divided, and one of those is between rich and poor. By 1929, a third of the USA's wealth was held by just 5% of the population. Okay? Various in, although it had been a boom time, various industries had suffered, like farming, um, coal production, uh, as people switched to oil, and things like cotton, as people moved towards new textiles, like uh, nylon, rayon. Okay? Now, in the USA, uh, $2,500 was seen as the amount you needed annually to survive, okay? And if you lived on less than that, then you were living what was called on below the breadline, okay? And about, just over 50% of Americans lived below the breadline. So you can see the vast majority of Americans, well, the majority of Americans, were not enjoying the boom, all right? One of the groups that really suffered was farmers during the 1920s. This was for a variety of reasons. One was overproduction. They got too good at making stuff, so they had too many crops. That therefore drove prices down. The other reason was um, competition from other countries like Argentina or Canada. They caught up with the USA. They were also able to sell their products, driving prices further down. And then you had the beginning in the 1920s of the Dust Bowl. All right, this is where, because of over-farming, uh, large parts of the American Midwest were turning into a desert, all right, making the land unusable. Um, now, another group that the example might ask you to look at are immigrants. In the late 1800s and early 1900s, you had a l large wave of immigrants coming over to the USA. Many of these were Catholic. They came from Eastern and Southern Europe, all right, and that meant they were different to the... Uh, white Anglo-Saxon Protestant uh, settlers who'd come over in the 16 and 1700s, and they stood out. This frightened a lot of Americans. So in 1921, the Immigration Quota Act was passed to try and limit immigration, and then in 1924, the National Origins Act was passed to limit, limit it yet further, which is an example of isolationism. Um, but it shows that Americans didn't want these people coming over who they regarded as different and foreign. You also had, during this time, in the south of America, something called segregation. Now, segregation was where black and white people were kept apart, in effect, by law. All right, Sometimes by laws, sometimes just by social custom. If it was a law, and there was a whole range of laws that meant black people and white people couldn't intermingle, uh, black people didn't have the vote in the south, those laws were known collectively as the Jim Crow laws. All right, uh, the vast majority of Black Americans survived by sharecropping. Sharecropping is a type of farming, but where you have to rent the land and you give a share of your crop to the owner of the land, which would have been a white person. That and they would claim a share that meant that each year you had just enough to survive, but no more. All right, meaning that you could never really save any money, make any money long term. Um, about a million black Americans in the 1920s moved. They moved away from the south and they went to the northern and western cities, partly to escape segregation, but also because there were now job opportunities in those places and they wanted to be a part of that. Also in the 1920s, in 1915, uh, the Ku Klux Klan, or the KKK, reformed. All right? This had been a terrorist organisation born after the American Civil War. It had gone away. It came back again now in 1915. All right, this time it targeted not just black Americans, but also the immigrant community, particularly Catholics or Jews who were coming over, 
anybody who wasn't a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant or WASPs, as, as those people were known. All right. Now it's quite popular. From 1920 to 1925, the KKK had about five million members. They would meet uh, in, in their groups and, and plot their book of rules was called the Koran. Uh, their code did seem to largely rely on words, taking words, and then putting a KL in front of it. Um, they would terrorise primarily the black population in the south um, through beatings, rapes, and also lynchings. Is where black people would be. Uh, similarly executed in public for an imagined crime. All right, their popularity fell when David Stevenson, a leader of the clan, in 1925, he was found guilty of uh, kidnap, rape, and murder of a woman on a train. Uh, and indeed, the court heard that he, her body was covered in human bite marks. And so that meant that people said, "You know what? I don't necessarily want to be really associated with this group." However, they still remained a force within America. Um, Another thing that happened in the 1920s was the banning of alcohol. This was banned in 1920 under the terms of the Volstead Act. All right, so all alcohol banned. It was given a year. Um, now, lots of people supported this, all right, and they've been supporting it before the law was passed. Uh, one reason was because they blamed alcohol for social problems, idleness, that people were going to the bar, getting drunk, going home, beating their wives, neglecting their children. The other reason lots of people really went behind it was patriotism. Uh, most of the alcohol in the USA was made by German companies and during World War I it was saying well we're fighting the Germans it's unpatriotic to therefore drink alright and at the same time a lot of the new immigrants were associated with drinking uh, so it was said well we don't like the immigrants so we're going to ban alcohol as well um, illegal bars sprang up these were called speakeasies alright in New York there were 30,000 of them alone 200,000 speakeasies throughout the country Okay, alcohol was smuggled in. This was known as bootlegging. All right, if it was smuggled into the country, a lot of this primarily came from Canada to the north, or in the South America, it would come from the Caribbean, countries like Jamaica or Cuba, and they would the alcohol would go in that way via boat. All right, alcohol that was made illegally in the USA that was called moonshine. All right, um, now the government did set up prohibition agents uh, known as proles. That was their nickname. Um, to try and clamp down on this but ultimately there just weren't enough of them and whilst they had some small successes trying to f enforce prohibition there weren't enough of them to effectively do the job um, combined with prohibition you see the rise in organised crime or gangsters right? the most famous of which would be Al Capone based in Chicago in the 1920s now Al Capone employed over a thousand men most of them armed and his business empire was reckoned to be worth between 60 to 100 million dollars alright um Violence sort of symbolically peaked um, with the St. Valentine's Day Massacre in 1929, uh, where members of Al Capone's gang dressed as policemen and shot and killed six members of Bugs Moran's gang. Um, and people were like fairly shocked by this, particularly because the gangsters had pretended to be police officers. There's all manner of violence the gangsters used, uh, and, they, and they paid a lot of bribes and had under their control a lot of the local police forces. Prohibition, therefore, was seen as giving the rise to this organised crime and was ended in 1933. And lastly, the other little social group the examiner might ask you to think about is what happened to women in the, uh, in the 1920s. Um, women were given the vote in 1920, uh, but you also saw a lot of changes for some women. Um, some women, middle-class women, and because you had to be rich to do this, uh, they started to wear you know, short skirts, going out to jazz clubs... Uh, and experimenting with greater social freedoms these women were called flappers um, 
and in some ways they were seen as um, exciting and dangerous but other people were quite scared of them because they didn't like the way it represented a, a change to the world order all right so that's all you really need to know about how far was the usa a divided society in the 1920s if you've got that basic level of knowledge then that's going to see you well in the exam